What is up, everybody? Summer porch tour continues. I know summer might be over for you folks at home. You're thinking, hey, I'm getting these fancy fall colors. I'm taking mushrooms. I'm looking at all the colors in the trees. Or you live on the other side of the country where you don't get all those nice fall colors. What can I say? Come down to Vermont. We can do some mushrooms together. I'm not leaving my house to do mushrooms with anybody. I haven't done, when was the last time you did mushrooms, Tom? week and a half ago. There you go. You can come. <laughs> I invite you to Tom's house. Uh, no, Summer Porch Store continues. I'm hanging out here with my boy Tom. Works with me. Fellow sales feller. We're hanging out on his rooftop in Philly, smoking some cigarettes, and we're going to podcast. Say hello to all the fine listeners of the Run Your Mouth podcast, Mr. Tom. Ah, thanks for having me here, Rob. Thanks for listening to Run Your Mouth, people. And uh, let me, I don't want to throw too much in here. All right. This is actually a comeback. This is the second Run Your Mouth live from Fishtown. I think you recorded one here. About I was, a year ago. No, I was here for show, uh, a couple shows. Show, but I don't, I don't think record we did, one downstairs? I don't think we recorded a pod. All right, well, check that. Cut that part out. <laughs> maybe the maybe, first that's, maybe you were on mushrooms show. then and you just thought that I did uh, it? There definitely was a day that I was on mushrooms. I swear to God, in my peripheral vision, I thought I saw someone standing there. <laughs> Do you have ghosts in, in it's this? A creepy, uh, it's a creepy place. It is a little bit ghosts creepy. Ghosts of uh, homeless people kicked out past. There you go. I Oh, because this used to be a real trashy oh, area oh yeah, before it, it turned all nice and dewy. Um, I got a big <laughs> announcement, everybody. I was planning on doing an end-of-year thing, and I was getting nervous. When am I going to have time to sit down and write this? I know I wanted to cover COVID. I know that I wanted to cover Fauci. I knew there were some big topics. I sat down this past week. 13 pages poured out of me like I was jizzing in my own pants. Like I woke up every single morning at 7 a.m., like looking at my topics, just like, how am I going to figure out how to turn this into funny? And it is done. I got 13 pages written, done, dude, done. I know the other topics I'm going to cover. New Hampshire's already on the books, um, which was one of the funnest comedy shows I've ever done. Uh, so I'm excited to go up there this year. What I'm doing differently, I'm going to be running it. I think eight times. I'm, I'm trying to line up Hell eight yeah. cities. Uh, San Diego's in the works. Kentucky's in the works. Trying to find a spot in Chicago. If you got a house in Chicago and you're willing to host like 20, 25 fans, that's probably got to be indoors because I, I bet Chicago's a little too cold for be uh, to be porch touring in November. Um, the windy city is that what they call it? I think they call. It, I think it might be a little wind. Yeah, I might have to compete with some uh, some wind. I probably might do it in Denver to film it, which would be the last show. I'm doing one in Albany, and then we're going back to Philly and Maryland. So for one, if you've never porch toured, this is your opportunity for redemption. If you were hearing me talk about porch tour all summer long and you sat in your ass, I don't know. We're gonna have to call this the fall, the fall sandwich classic. Fall foliage. Yeah, fest. We'll, we'll give it a new name. You know, it's it's a extended porch tour. I don't know what we're calling it, but if you're out there, um, firstly hit me up if you're in one of those cities I mentioned and you got a porch, uh, or if I, it's one of the ones I already have a place. I'm, man, I'm bad at plugging shit. There's certain places I already got a place that we're doing it, which is going to be Albany, Philly, Maryland. If you're within three hours of those cities, come out for the end of year. Uh, it was phenomenal last year. I've already got this thing pieced together. If you live in Chicago, uh, hit me up if you got a spot. Other than that, it's starting to come together. You just need uh, nothing else to happen for the rest of the year. I... I, 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 you're stealing the joke right out of my mouth. I'm sorry. No, I'm not even kidding. When I finished, when I, I thought it was going to take me an entire month to write the Corona stuff. And then I, I, when I say I worked my ass off, like there, there have been a few weeks I've had creatively like this past week where I just fucking sat down and just, I, I mean, it's, it's not easy to get into the zone and like, it's nerve wracking where you're like, I'm not going to find the jokes here, but like, I just kept finding them. There you go. Um, 
And then I was like, ah, shit, I need the entire world to be on pause for two months now. <laughs> like, please don't fix Corona. Yeah, please yeah, don't end yeah. it. I need, uh, I need more people. You'll be fine on that one. I need more people to get sick. I need more mandates. I need, uh, I need them to push Pfizer even more. And I need the data to stay exactly the same. So if all of those things can happen and I can tape this thing, have it go well, and then get it out without, within a week without kicking over my own sound recorder so the sound quality is not as bad as it was last time, then I might have something that's on YouTube get seen by 2,000 people there and taken go. down. It's Corona season baby nothing's gonna change except for the bad yeah so hopefully all of that will come together so you know speak to your local congressman about not letting anything change uh passing no new laws or anything for the next two months i, I got a crazy one children in mass I, that's what i'm pushing i got a crazy one for please. you. please i'm noticing that from corona i didn't completely like i i my scent came back but it's been at about 10 percent. i'm noticing that i'm starting my scent is coming back a little bit more but certain foods that I like taste disgusting. Really? Specifically, meat and chicken, if it's not very well done, tastes like dirty swamp water. Really? Fucking Bill Gates. I'm telling you, really? dude. I'm telling you. Well, that's an like, interesting one. The whole current, you wanted to shut down the whole world. It wasn't personal. You start ruining my sandwiches. Exactly. That's like, I if mean, I Bill see, Gates has been pushing fake meat for quite some time. I think they built this fucking virus. To make us all, if you're out there and you've had this experience as well, that post-corona, because I was looking online, I actually, I thought, I thought what happened was that I was such a bad cook that I, I was making, I made these turkey burgers. Here's what I, I'm such a bad cook that sometimes when I finish cooking something, I can't tell if it tastes off because I was that bad at cooking it or if it's actually bad food. Sure. Like I, I, I fall into that same situation. And then sometimes I, so much work. Like I have freezer burn shit, and you're like, that's been in there for too long. Uh, it's probably. And then other taste times disgusting. it's like, did I just burn this, or did I add bad seasoning? Also, like, I'm. I think we're on the same page here a little bit, Rob. I tend to, if the option is undercook something and it'll taste better, or overcook it and I won't get sick, I'm gonna overcook. Yeah, it Yeah, I overcook. I, dude, I burn everything oh, yeah. out of fear chicken, that I'm gonna get sick. I, I didn't know chicken is not supposed to be dry. I thought you had <laughs> to put stuff on it. I when I the, when I had a chick cook f- chicken for me, for I the thought first it's time. supposed to. Uh, it looks pretty when it's pink. That's yeah, exactly. always the way I thought you're supposed to eat it. I thought that's the way you're supposed to serve oh, it. God. No, there's some things that I figured out in my crock pot, but then recently I made like turkey burgers in the crock pot and they taste a little bit off, but like I cooked it. You're a crock pot king, except turkey burgers in the crock pot. Here's what you need. And I'm sure I'm the million person to tell you this. You've got to put an air fryer in the rotation there. I I think you'll find a lot of the same benefits with the air fryer of set and forget it. The old Ron Poopiel. I like the, uh, I put the crock pot bags in there, which is like a condom oh, you for your crock pot. <laughs> and I'm sure it's pure cancer. I'm sure I'm literally eating pure cancer. Uh, Do you have a dishwasher? No. No, uh, well, no, that no. answers that question. And I've also, I'm, I'm at fuck the environment. I, I totally. mean, oh, I've yeah. gone all paper plates. Bro, all... I, don't, I don't recycle ever. I don't yeah. have two containers. A, a girl called me up for actually. It's my way of protesting all the global warming yeah, bullshit also, on a daily basis. Bullshit. Yeah. A girl called me up for some sort of um, a, a study, and she was like, uh, "What ha- do you recycle?" And I, at first, I sort of, sort of lied, and I said, "Yeah, sometimes." And then, looking back at it, I was like, "No, I don't ever recycle. Why would I lie about recycling?" This is I how bad stupid. I am about recycling. There's recycling bins right next to my garbage in my building. Sometimes I have something that I could just as easily put into the recycling bin, and I go, but. Also, I never read the article, never did the research. I've seen the headlines that recycling is energy inefficient, so it's actually not better for the environment. I've heard it costs more. 
I don't know if that's true, but it was enough for me just to be like, yeah, fuck bro. this. I can do the math in my head. There's yes. no way they can. How are you going to clean out old milk containers? And people put old milk containers in the same recycling bins as uh, aluminum. Also, the one little fact that I do know about it recycling is aluminum cans are 100% not recyclable. The only thing on aluminum can that's recyclable is the tab. Which everyone the, throws to the exactly. ground it's or a, whatever. It's 100%. Uh, aluminum. Everything else is a composite that they can't recycle at all. Why? There's it's nothing usable in the rest of that can? No, it's just the tab, which is why like ALS of America and stuff like that collect them and, and junk like that. Um, it's all bullshit. And the thing, I can't get over milk. What are you going to recycle an old milk container? I, it's disgusting. I would have thought I don't know. That's a weird I, thing to get held up on. but <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought. Um, I've been uh, trying to book more flights, and I, I here's something that's driving me nuts. You ready? Please. Okay. I, I have a theory here, and this falls into my conspiracy talk about Bill Gates, that he's ruining all of our taste buds so that we don't want to eat meat. Good. And then we all can't think properly, and we don't procreate. And then I don't know where he goes from there. But I, I'm starting to realize just the, I don't want to go to Alex Jones in the audience, but the demon energy forces of our <laughs> world. And here's another place that I've noticed it. When you're booking a flight, right, why would it make sense that it's cheaper to take two flights and spend more time on a plane than one flight? It's very insane. You I, know what? That's funny. I've never thought about that. The connecting. Why would it make sense? You're, so I'm going to take two flights and it's going to be cheaper to be on two planes when, when one plane could have taken me there. And now it's going to be cheaper to be on two planes to spend more time in the air. You're burning more gasoline. You're using more pilots. You're taking more planes, and you're telling me that it's now cheaper. Your, your inbox is going to have a deluge of people like, Rob, that's not how it works. You know the deal. <laughs> whatever, whatever. You're like, ah, come on, guys. I'm making a joke here. Yeah, these fucking autistic. <laughs> this is a gag. These, but here's another one that I love. Because I at, thought about that at, right away. <laughs> at, hot at hotels. Okay. Um, that because of COVID and their concerns with COVID, they're going to clean your room less now. Like, that also doesn't make... Like, a lot of people are talking about that. Yeah, that one's, that one's garbage. Yep. Uh, then oh, here, here was another thought on my last flight. You know, like they make the announcements and no one listens to sure. them, and it's the most annoying thing in I the think world. They do it less? Do they do it less now? No, I think they're just a little less um, like obnoxious about attention. forcing you to pay yeah. attention. I think it's a little bit more. You know what? I would love an announcement on just how to get onto the Wi-Fi <laughs> because I can it's never cost eight ninety five. Yeah, here's how you get on, and it's, it's worth like, it. Give me the practical information. I, now, have you ever? I get annoyed anytime I go anywhere, and uh, I even find when I go to a bar, I don't know. I, I like. I, I even have this if I'm hanging out with people. I prefer if there's not a TV in the room because I find if there's not a TV, you'll actually interact with people. I find this at a bar. I'll go to a bar and they got the highlights from amateur racing and now all of a sudden I'm like glued in to what I don't... It could be women's... Uh, uh, um, like right. uh, I don't want to. Yes. I don't want to contest you. Okay. But as a former bartender, I couldn't agree less. Because you don't want to make conversation with exactly. people sitting but there. But also, as a bartender, I am the kind of guy that knows the good sports to be on. I'm always going to have live sports on. There's always going to be something or real sports center. It's never going to be. I used to go crazy at my bar when I would come in and be like a chick bartender. And oh, I'm sorry. Am I not allowed to talk badly about girls on this podcast? I was putting out a. <laughs> I was ashing a cigarette. Uh, so I would come into the bar and to be a chick bartender on like a Wednesday and to be like fishing on and that would just drive me nuts. I'm like, get on Sports Center. There was 
13 baseball games last night. Right. I want to watch highlights all the time, Rob. So that's where you and I differ. Also, I'm more of a sports guy, so I get that. No, I can but watch. I like, it's more like even if I'm pulling up to a gas station and then Mario Lopez is giving me like sure, news about like now I'm like and I don't care about this. I'd rather it not be there. I don't want to listen to this. Like I don't even want it running I in the background. I'm a little bit of a psycho here, and I'm yeah. not the right person. Is I walk into a room and I put the TV on and I mute. You just it, you need the noise. I, or, or even just I need something to look at, right. so that like this is where my autism becomes social autism, <laughs> where it's like I know that I can't be making eye contact and be having a regular conversation. So, so you the want TV. it there exactly. so that like, it oh, makes did sense. You see that? So you can. You of, want an excuse for why exactly. you're you, why think, you're not well, looking at a person. I think we just delved pretty deep into the Tom uh, situation. Like there. you almost it, ideally you would walk into a room like somebody else's party, just put down a TV. 100%. Go back to standing with the 100%. TV in back of them so that you're, yeah, yeah. it makes sense why your because eyes are... it doesn't matter who it is. If something awesome happens in sports, everybody right. likes to see it. Um, I find when I'm on a flight, I don't want to put... Because, like, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to be disciplined. I'm trying to read this book. I'm trying to do whatever. I don't want the TV on in front of me. But then I do the most obnoxious thing where I start watching everyone else's screens. Oh, totally. Like, I, I, like I'll sit there and I'm watching the screen of the guy next to me. The the Which, the plane closeness is a funny one for cell phones because if you're anywhere near a hot chick, you're just looking on her screen. You're like, I wonder if she's talking about. Uh, you think she's sexing? I wonder if she's doing. Being I always dirty get right nervous because sometimes I'm like working on jokes and my screen's pretty big. And if you see what I'm typing, sure, sure. it's gotta <laughs> you're be like this. Is person's insane. Yeah, if you're a nice lady <laughs> and like you just look over and I'm, you know, I have a, I don't. Follow a ton of trans girls on Twitter. <laughs> that's Tom Wave saying I follow a lot of trans women. <laughs> I do women. follow a couple trans girls on Twitter, and that's just something where if you open your Twitter, uh, Twitter oh. just all out, and there'll be a girl with a you nice never set know. and just a big one. Right. You're like scrolling through, and somebody sitting behind you, like, whoa, 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 that's, that's an accident. Somebody else reposted I, that. I was talking, uh, by talking, I mean some random Instagram chick that I was trying uh, to hit clearly. on. And it fizzled out. I really thought I had that one, but it fizzled it's out. Numbers game. And I, dude, I don't even hit on women, women on Instagram that often. You but should. this one, I just, I had to go for it, and uh, totally. I, I put, I ran the miles, and uh, collapsed before the finish line. That, that happens sometimes. Yeah, right? no, that's why it's. Uh, I got to be hitting. If anything, I got to hit on more women. Yeah, exactly. That, that's. The, anyways, she was saying she's a flight attendant, and awesome. You're not allowed to say something to a person watching porn on a plane. Like people are allowed. Really? Yeah, like, and she said people, and I don't understand. It's an antisocial move. What, to watch porn on a plane? Yeah. You mean you, that's your way of saying don't fucking look or bother me? No, it's a way of being like you're not good at being having social interaction with people. No, but I like, I understand watching porn. I'm not anti-porn, not but why do you have to sit, and you can't even jerk off there, so like why are you... Well, I think there probably are people that are doing weird stuff and are liking like rubbing their dick through their pants. And oh, they got, like they're that. like, they put something up their ass before they got on the flight. <laughs> I like where your head goes. We're both being a little bit, uh, we're showing our cards here a little tonight. <laughs> I don't uh, like anything on my ass. I'm no, trying no, to yeah, get yeah, in the yeah, head no, of... No, definitely, me neither. One of these serial killers yeah, sure. who uh, likes watching now, porn I on think a flight. What, I think the deal is probably they... they there's probably some people that are just so weird that they don't realize that it's not right. And then there's some people that I think are you know, doing it. They're just so not their, self-aware they're that they almost get their jollies. or they almost feel like no one's going to realize I'm looking at this and they yeah, really yes, want to be I distracted. I think that happens more on the subway, actually, although people are weirder about rubbing their dicks on the subway, too. Eh, there's a lot. You can, this kid stopped doing comedy. And so but I th- awesome. like there's some jokes that I heard people tell at open mic. Mm-hmm. And like they, they only had one good joke, and but it was such a good joke. I'll tell you, one of them was uh, 
it was a female accountant, probably did a, like stand up for a month, but she had one great joke, which was uh, a dude invited me out to go to an Ethiopian restaurant. And I'm like, Ethiopian, what's that canned good from the eighties? <laughs> <laughs> and then another one had one, which I loved. He goes, I live so far in the Bronx. Like my, my subway ride is so long coming in from the Bronx that sometimes, you know, people talk about like, there's like a dude jerking off on the subway. Sure, sure, sure. My ride's so long, I'll see that guy do it twice. <laughs> and that's a good day for that guy. Put yeah. on numbers. That was a great joke. I can't give credit to either one of those people because I don't remember their names. Sure. Um, mandatory mask, that's true on planes. They got a mandatory fucking feet on, no, I mean shoes on, no sandals. And that's the there ultimate is, irony. There is no, like, if I have to wear a mask, this guy can't have his fucking you know there's stinky a, feet there's out. There's an Instagram or a Twitter that's yeah. like bad bad flight people, bad okay. people on flights, and it'll be like that stuff. It'll be like a girl with like your feet up across three chairs. It'll For the listeners at home, I was just very athletic and putting my feet <laughs> up, pretending in this chair here. But it'll be just disgusting stuff in, on planes. You know, I, here's what here's my thought. And we need like an athlete foot terrorist who <laughs> starts spreading athlete's foot or some sort of foot fungus in that line. Because who, by the way, who's even going through the airport in sandals? You got to work barefoot by the, I mean, that is. I hate being the foil every time. <laughs> I was on a plane recently and I was like. You flip flops? I know. No, I, oh. I had sneakers on. I am very meticulously clean, especially about my socks. I got right. a billion pairs of socks. They're always clean. I'm very right. clean. I was on a plane recently. I was like. I know my socks are clean. I could probably take off my shoes here and nobody would have a problem. You took your shoes? No, I did not, but I thought about it. But you but you had the self-control exactly. not to violate other people's was, personal space yes. like that. Yep. So I'm just saying we could mandate it. <laughs> well, if we're mandating stuff, sure. Yeah, I'm just saying if, if I got to sit there and wear a mask, the least you can do is... That's a really good point. I wonder, is there an official rule on planes? I guess there's not. The I would probably guess is, if your if your feet stunk so bad that the people the around is, you complain. Flip flops are an acceptable thing in modern society, and it's just disgusting. I hate flip flops. Right. And the slides and socks is the dumbest look in the history of the world. Okay. Unless you're an athlete that just finished playing, you should never wear that move. And well, it's I don't so, even know what you're describing. Slides are are sandals with like no tongue. It's not like a a, a thong, a toe thong. Right. They're the ones like Adidas, like Adidas slides are oh, what they're called. Okay. Where you just slide your right. foot goes into them. You don't know about people wearing slides and socks, bro? Rob looks seriously. <laughs> he looks like he's never seen this before. All right, I'm just going to get down to here. Okay. You've never seen black people wearing slides and socks, bro? I, I'm sure. Oh, my oh, God. And then Everybody, they wear, and yeah. they wear like, the socks yes, high up. it's like up. a crew sock. Yeah. And they're wearing flip-flops. Right. It's the And it's not just black people. I'm just using that right. as an example, obviously. It's the dumbest thing ever. And then that was made acceptable. You know what? And now people do that on flights. So by default, these people are walking into flights with their freaking socks out. You know what? Um, you really well, hit it on Culturally, black people here. did, which is really interesting. Careful. Uh, is, for example, <laughs> like if you and I were to describe like a white trash outfit. Sure. Let's just say like a, uh, I like, don't For know. example, what you're wearing Right yes. in this instant. Fine. Sure. Yes. That's actually Skate pretty... shoes, <laughs> jeans, and a guinea tea. <laughs> How dare you, Tom? Including but not limited to the skate shoes. You know what? I'll just move on to another topic. No. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, maybe this is a bad example, but I'm thinking like um, like a tattered jean vest type thing. Or what else would you say is like... God, I like the black dudes in your mind that you're like, no, this that, is a not, hot black guy. No, I'm thinking white trash. No, here's what I'm getting oh, at. Oh, okay. Is that there's no product line... 
that took the white trash wardrobe and made it very expensive. Like, Buddy, it, are you forgetting the early to mid 2000s? What, Ed Jenko? Hardy? No, Ed Hardy, dude. <laughs> right. Von Dutch? It was all that. Oh, yeah, I guess remember Von those, Dutch was like, like those trucker garbage hats and trucker shit? hats, yeah. And Ed Hardy was the tattoo company. <laughs> what was Ed Hardy? It's the know. tattoos that look like it's like the t shirts with like a giant tiger on it. Right. And it all sort of looks like a tattoo. You know what? You it should was be on the, the pod UFC more often. Gear. I'm wrong about a lot of things. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah. I hate really. I, I, uh, by the way, you I hope we get to the corona topics in a few minutes. You're like, actually, there was a research uh, study. Sorry. And I'm, I've heard two weeks <laughs> to flatten the curve was actually a good thing. Yeah, and I'm like, shit, I didn't I didn't realize any of that. <laughs> All right. My last uh my last take about uh about airplanes is uh they got a lot of rules coming on, coming off, like the whole thing, you know, like the sections, how much you pay. I feel like young, able bodied without luggage should be allowed off the plane first. Couldn't agree more with this. All right, now we're on the same page again. Yeah, just a simple rule, just a matter of courtesy to young people who are antsy. They've been respectful of these old people the entire flight. They're putting up with people taking their shoes off. They're, they're, They're putting up like... I'm moving the fastest. There's no children. That's yeah, the deal. just let me the fuck off the yes. plane. I got for you. Got no luggage, and you're between the age of twenty and thirty-five, and not <laughs> overweight. Like just, you just. Rob, we're gonna stretch that to thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. One of us is getting to almost thirty-six. You're that old. A week. My birthday's this week, actually. Oh yeah, what are we gonna do for it? Nothing. My brother's wedding's the day after, so I'm uh, gonna get wasted it with my family. So you're gonna try and? Uh, I think I'm gonna do Molly at my brother's wedding in case my family's listening. I'll to this, come with I'm not this. doing it. <laughs> Uh, should I do Molly at my brother's that's, wedding? Uh, that's dangerous. Except that Molly's the well, ultimate well, drug that it's like, oh, I love you. Oh, my gosh. Here's, Aunt Karen, Karen. Here's why it's Aaron. not that dangerous. Your family is such trashy drunks. Settle down, but yes. That whatever you're on, they'll be too drunk to realize, oh, Tom's. 100%. Yeah. My sister's wedding was the drunkest I've ever seen my dad. He fell asleep on the like lounge chair after right. the wedding with a cigar in his mouth. Right. And like it fell out on his shirt. It was a smooth move. I made the mistake at my uh, my sister's wedding because sometimes what happens is because I've had those weddings where you just get far too hammered. Oh, yeah. And so it, it, you start doing, uh, I call it drug math, where you start trying to figure out like what can I do yep. to keep myself from drinking too much but still be like, I, I could just call it PP, present and pleasant. Sure. Where it's like, you know, I'm a, I'm a little bit introverted. And not that I never like being around people, but like two hours is good. Like seeing the family for two hours is good. Like a six hour wedding is just, I can't, that, that's too much for me. It's that's, just too much. That's, I understand. My family really is uh, uh, the ultimate Irish Catholic. Just, right. It's just party city. Everybody's going to be wasted. So this wedding though, it was only, I started drinking whiskey too early in the sun. Well, that's the other issue. Yeah. People that do liquor, I feel like it's hard. A wedding there is There was a, no beer at the time. wedding. Oof, that's tough. There was no fucking beer. It's so funny. Beer. I've never been to a not alcoholed wedding. No, there was there was plenty of booze. I don't know why they oh, didn't just do no beer. beer. There was plenty of like whiskey. I made the mistake of, I took um, like middle of the wedding after the ceremony. I was drinking, I was drinking whatever I was drinking. And then I was trying to pace myself because I had to drive home. So I, I, I took a Dexedrine. That's your first problem, driving what? home. Yeah, I, I really I really shouldn't have. I boned this one a little too, and I don't have a hotel room, so I'm either going to crash or possibly take an Uber home. Yeah. How far is the wedding from here? Mm, about 35 minutes. Probably be a $40 Uber. I took a Dexedrine, mm-hmm. and, which is like- I don't know what that is. It's a, 
it's um it's like an Adderall type thing. Oh, far out. Yeah, that's yeah, great. But it's uh it's an instant. It's old school. Dexedrine's old school. Awesome. Um, it, I, which I thought it was gonna be awesome. Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't mix that day with the whiskey and the sun. And the entire back half of the wedding, I was just smiling my way through a panic oh, yeah. attack. <laughs> you so you don't turn into a zombie. You get it like panicky a little bit almost. I don't. Yeah, well, that's the problem with drugs. It's like you never yeah. know. It's like you can have ten good experiences yeah. and then the one time where you know. In my in my experience, an Adderall and booze turns you into a zombie where you're like a oh, walking no, that's not my person experience. that can't quite interact. No, but it's like no, no, fine. no. I love it. I love uh, I love Adderall, little weed. And then, like, just a little bit. I call it like the rocks, paper, scissors shoot. Everything's balancing well, itself yeah. out. Yep. You're just you're you're in a good mood. You know what happens to rock, paper, scissors though? Sometimes what? Sometimes you lose. Yeah, no, that because you don't get the balance <laughs> yeah, exactly. right. Exactly. It's supposed to be a perfect. Sometimes that paper uh, covers rock. You think rocks are yeah. where it's at. That's also fun. I mean, I've been when you're seesawing, you're trying to like the equation go in your head. You had a little too much downer, and I try oh, yeah. to get. It. Oh, We've yeah. all been there. All right, <laughs> there's people listening to this right. They're like, I don't know what the fuck these guys are. Animals are getting drunk with their family doing drugs. That's disgusting. All right, let's get into uh, the news, and you know, more often than not, I don't have like good news. I don't have inspiring stories. Um, but I didn't follow everything about this one, but I am taking inspiration that there was a bald guy that was able to kill his girlfriend and get away with it. Bro. And she was hot. Bald guy, hot girlfriend, killed her, still out there, living his life out in the fucking jungle. Now, what I'm going to say is he seemed kind of tall. He seemed like a hot, he seemed like a hot tall boy. I know. No, he wasn't hot. He was wearing like a long t-shirt. Only hot boys wear long t-shirts, bro. He had, he had that thing where, uh... By the way, there's a part of me that's wondering if I pulled up notes from another week and I've done every single one of these already. Because <laughs> I think I took a Fresh week. Take. No, I think I took a week off. And so these have been sitting here too long. But now there's a part of me that's like, I think I've already done this podcast. If you can do this podcast. We could do this in a month. If he's still free, that's impressive as hell. You mean they should almost be like, if you can survive a month on the run you're, you're, you're in the woods, you're good game. to go. Totally. Well, I've been joking. Every news article, he's become like the new Bigfoot. <laughs> totally. like, they just well, keep saying, like, I've he, seen him in the woods. Like, somebody said, I'm there's no doubt in my mind that I interacted with him in the forest or something. Yeah, in the Appalachian Trail. That's it's just like, a guy who wants to be here. By the way, I was because he has in America. Like, uh, he hasn't even left America. That's impressive. He has that thing where he's not. It's not that he's good looking, but I think he's tall. Yeah, and he's got that shy, aloof thing. Totally. That women like. We all think you got to be like charming and you got to like talk, but then there's something to that shy aloofness that 100%. women feel like, oh, I'm the only one who gets him and I'm yep. drawing it out. Definitely. And those guys always just crush you know so what's funny? much pussy. I can't even pretend to have that because I can't shut no. up. No, <laughs> I, I don't like. I don't even. I don't get the vibe of that at all. I'll go like one night and I'll be like, all right, tonight I'm gonna be quiet. I'm not gonna try to be screaming over everybody the whole time. And in like 20 minutes, I'm like, listen, the, nothing's happened here. By the way, 20 minutes is just the back. amount of time of you having had two beers <laughs> that's exactly so you just become don't shut the fuck up jersey guy correct um the other thing my other takeaway was i was reading that every single tinder profile every what lady's like i oh, just i'm looking for a guy who likes to travel and so now i'm hoping that more dudes kill their girlfriends on vacations so that we can just shut down sure. this whole vacation thing <laughs> just like every girl Perfect. like that will become the red oh flag my God. if there's some dude who's like i got a boat Women are like, oh, that guy's going to kill me. <laughs> well, the boat always, the implication is always great. That I, was the best. Uh, it's always, oh, it's, that, or that it's was the a great It's Always Bro, Sunny. And then you go out on a boat and you use the joke and it's just always funny. Uh, you mean with a chick? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, we were, when I was in Fort Lauderdale, we met random girls and brought them out on the boat. And I was like, no, 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 no we're not going to do anything. It's the implication. 
Did like, they know the episode, or did they just think you were going to murder them? It was a mix. I used it quite a couple times on the weekend. You just kept saying it oh, yeah, yeah, until yeah. they until they, they got the out. message. Oh, they figured it out. Yeah, they knew the rapey was coming, but not coming. <laughs> not coming. Cut that part out, please. Uh, no, no, no. Tom's a rapist, and uh, we've got it on the record. Um, yeah, but, uh, that's you also can't rape anymore. That's what another you thing. You can't get away with rape anymore. You, it's just going to be a problem. Nobody's. It's you can't kill your girlfriend. You can't get away with rape. You, you just might as well not even try. I think when was the I mean. era you think we'd have to go back in time? The nineties. You the think 90s the nineties for both of them probably. And you were thirty six, so you experienced it. You were uh, there no, for I the was era. Fourteen years old. I took our pleasures. I've been checking out. You've been watching what's going on in Australia. Oh yeah, I love it. I I mean I don't like it's creepy as hell, but oh, yeah. they need to import some rednecks and black people. Like that's well, what they don't have. I, which we should have seen it. Didn't they take the guns from Australians years ago? Uh, how many years ago was that? Uh, probably in, again the nineties. Oh the really? Great, the greatest generation. Do you think if uh, yeah, I guess if Australians had guns, well, it, probably it seems just like wouldn't. it seems like they're fighting back. But right. my guess is you you're not as bold with taking away their liberties with the guns. I don't know. Now I'm talking out my ass. That's what we do on this show. <laughs> it's creepy, whatever the fuck's going on there. It's I wild. think I've said it before here. here my consp- conspiracy brain goes, that's a good place to run the experiment. Totally, 100%. It, first world country, contained island, yep. right? So if there was any place to run the experiment, it seems like a pretty good location. 100%. Well, interestingly, this has nothing to do with that at all. But that the Boston bombing thing seemed to be the very first time that they tested locking people down in their houses for pretty much no reason. Well, because not no were, reason. I mean, I mean they those were, guys they were saying that they were searching hunt. it. But the reason yeah. they caught them was because some dude was smoking a cigarette on his back porch. Oh, so, so it was the opposite. It was the opposite was the reason they got. So it was just. But they realized they can do it, and then it's and people will and people will listen. Somewhat just go. If oh, you, that if makes sense. If you convince sense. them, it's for their own good. Oh boy, this is where I'm way over my head. No, I, I've just fallen into. I I'm totally all on board with it. They're fucking with us, right? The only problem is I don't know that they're smart enough. To be planning the fucking ahead of time. What do you, you mean? You know, like, it seems like if you were actually going to do this, there'd have to be a lot of organization going on, and people can't keep a secret. You think they're just executing on the opportunity more than they sat down and they planned De- it? Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I don't know. Biden, though. Let's talk about Biden. Sure. This goes back a week. Did you see... Th- By the way, it somewhat happened, but Fox News cut it to make it look a lot worse than it was. But there was a moment where... Uh, Boris Johnson said, "Let's take some questions." Yes, and they actually did take some questions, and then and then it got shut down. Yep. Fox News cut it to make it look like Boris Johnson said, "Hey, let's take some yep. questions," and they just shut it down right there. They still shut it down, and it's very weird the way that like I mean, it, I, the, the joke is that the guy says he can do the job, he gets the job, and now if you're not con- in control of your life and surroundings enough to even ask answer questions on television like how do we even pretend that there's an illusion to the fact that you're that you're in control of the situation that you're handling the job like he says openly i am not allowed to make a decision about whether or not to answer your questions but i'm qualified to be in charge you can't hold those two things to be true at the same time it's it's so funny that it really seems like this is sort of the glitch in the system that had to happen. It's it all seems like Trump and Biden could almost just be an extension of the same bizarro thing, where they're both sort of the glitches in the system that are waking people up to everything's fucked. They're lying to you at every turn, and Biden's just the funniest. 
Black people are not, I feel like I'm going back to black people. Black people are not buying into Biden. They couldn't care less. I can't wait to see. This next election is going to be hilarious. You guys have talked about it before. Everybody hates her. Kamala is the most hateable unlikable. person. Yeah. So unlikable. Now, that said, I think she's about a 7.7. I would absolutely, oh. as much as I'm in love with AOC, I could get down with some what's, Kamala Harris what's love. What's the attraction to? Power. Straight power, brother. Also, her fuck you attitude to everybody in the world. But do you think behind closed doors she wants to be choked and spanked? Yes, definitely. Or do you think... Although, I don't know. Maybe she is running the... AOC is definitely the dom in her relationship. I think... Her boyfriend's is some nerdy cornball from NYU or some shit uh, like that. I think Kamala's with like a Jew twink. Is that right? I think so. I don't know. what The Jews lay it down probably, right? I mean, I can only speak for myself, Tom. <laughs> and uh, Personal let me, let me tell you, yes. when, uh, when I, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I had a joke about... Um, I've the, heard through the walls. Rob does, in fact, lay it down, ladies. Oh, I got a good call for, uh, for Biden. You've seen Please. the movie uh, Dazed and Confused, right? Absolutely. He's, in that movie, he's Matthew McConaughey's character grown up with Alzheimer's. One thousand percent because he still has the air of being a cool guy yeah he doesn't know that he's not a cool guy anymore oh that's and he so still good likes kids. man that's <laughs> great and he- <laughs> uh, you know i uh, i does I, I did a joke on this it's gonna be uh it will if you come see me do stand-up you can hear it again it's gonna be my end of year thing but I was going to do it on the podcast, and I said, fuck it. Let me try it while I'm out with my libertarian folks at this Virginia gig, and I'm going to drop in that clip here. I love watching the end of press conferences where like, try, like, they try and ask questions, and then it just turns into like, like a college like, basketball game, and someone's taking like, a, you know, a foul shot, and then all the staff are just there like, making as much noise as they can. It's like all of a sudden there's chickens in the Oval Office. <laughs> Here's what I think is going on. You know, like in, uh, in like the Cinderella story, after a certain amount of time, like it turns back into a pumpkin. I think they drug Joe Biden, and they know they only have to listen out of time. And if they don't get the reporters out of the room, he's just going to be like, "Can I have my ice cream now?" And now that we're back from that clip, let's plug uh, sheath underwear. Have you been sheathing, Mister Tom? Bro, it's the only one underwear I wear. And what do you like about the sheath uh, underwear, Mr. Your Tom? Your junk? So, uh, you know, everybody's dick is a little different. You always okay. could go for an extra inch right. or whatever. Just okay. like height. You can always go for an extra inch. If you could get... I get it through the hole. If you could get five extra inches, where would you put them? <sighs> uh, oh, boy, that's a tough one because... What would be your what would be your distribution? Oh, distribution? No, I'm saying you could put... You could Two put to the, height, three to dick. Okay. But then you... Too much more. You've got a monster cock. Yeah, I think I would throw. I think I throw two on my dick. Yeah, two on my height yeah. and one just like Hair? shoulder. No, like like <laughs> oh, yeah, wider totally. shoulders. Yeah, give me shoulders. I got yeah, nothing yeah. in the chest area. Yeah, but uh, I, dude, you're you look nice in a nice set of sheath underwear. Oh my god, you yeah, just pull you it got, through. Uh, also, it feels. It's good. like it's like dude panties. Oh yeah, to- <laughs> you, you <laughs> totally. put them on. You look in the you mirror. Hotter. You you're feel like I, I always match my sheath underwear to my socks. I like the colors to match. But that's kind of a me thing. Speaking of dude lingerie, I've never. That's a that's an interesting move. It is at that point. Do you not? Will you then keep on your socks while fucking? Hmm. Good question. Well, you, the underwear is theoretically. I don't get what, what's too. like. What is the uh, cliche of like take your socks off? Like what is it? So like, I need yeah. socks off during fucking because uh, are we allowed to curse on this podcast? Uh, last I checked, <laughs> I need socks off during fucking because I need uh, traction on the ground. 
I gotta have. Why are you? Which again, you want to circle back to black guys? I understand black guys fucking in sneakers. Wait, wait. I get it. Hold on. Before we, uh, we're already gone into deep racist territory. (laughs) Sorry, she found the rest. Do you mostly have sex standing up? No, but it's in the playbook. Interesting. You know, I've I have my bed is situated so that I have a I have some good stand up angles. Very interesting, Tom. It's a good height too. You know what? Next time you're having sex, invite me over to watch. Maybe I can learn a couple moves here. Absolutely. I feel like most of my fornication has been in a bed. Yeah. I don't think I've done much uh, much standing. but it, I've I done mean, some like seated reverse cowgirl type stuff. Most of the surfaces, done, most uh, of the surfaces that you'll be touching or sitting in tonight have been stand up fucked on. Okay, <laughs> you Sorry, know Rob. what? Later tonight, Later tonight, you can give me a demonstration. Sure. No, I, I'm uh, I'm all sheathed all the time. I was hoping because I put out the uh, the sheath. Um, the sheath guarantee, which is if you see me, me at a gig, you can ask and wow. I will show you my bulge. I've, I've been telling people I'll show off the sheath bulge. That's pretty good. No one's taking me up on this yet. Jeez. And I, I've been looking forward to- Rob right now? Unleash- Whoa! <laughs> That's an impressive sheath bulge. I told you. I, I want to show this to the world. Uh, Robert, if you're out there, you can hire me like uh, like you did Mark Normand. We can do a, a, a sheath bulge campaign. It's about men who are uh, too concerned about sending, you know, sexy photos to women on the sure. internet. Sure. But then they get their pair of sheath, and it's like a push-up bra for for your dick. It really is. It props it up there, makes everything look nice, and it's also functional because it's lightweight material. Uh, so go to sheath.com. It's actually sheathunderwear.com. Use promo code RYM. You are going to get twenty percent off. All right. Next topic I wanted to talk about was um, it, the CDC overruled initially. Uh, they were saying that they weren't going to do booster shots. Uh, and then the lady doctor person who's the in charge of the CDC said, no, we're going to do it. Uh, this is just me being purely evil. But there's nothing I, I like love it. more when women actually get positions of power and then they're just as bad as men. It's great. And it's not that I – well, maybe I do dislike women. But it, this is not that I – it's that there's an, obs- <laughs> <laughs> there's an obsession with this idea that the only reason bad things have happened is because of white men in pa- – and it's like, no, it's just people in power. Yeah. It doesn't matter their skin color. It doesn't matter male, female, or trans. It, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's just you put people in power – and they, it's they, tough. It, they're out yeah. of they're they're in over their head. It's funny, and I'll I'll circle this back to sports again. In we complained, it, particularly today's an NFL Sunday. I don't know right. what day this is being released on, but in the NFL, you always complain about your coach and time management is a big thing. You're like, oh, this coach sucks at time management, and then you watch all the games. They all suck at it. It's tough. It's the most important thing, which is what these things are too. It's the biggest decisions they'll make in their careers, and they don't have all the information. It's Politics are just losers. I, again, to go back to a bar, I worked at a bar in a sort of large suburb town. It was one of those sort of suburbs that has like a little central area. It's got a big public school, two giant public schools. And their representative, I don't know what the hell, mayor, was a young guy. He, like, he was probably the mayor at 26 or 28. And it was one of the most autistic people I've ever <laughs> met in my life. And he was, he was nice looking. He was a nice guy. His parents did a lot in the community. Right. And he was just a weirdo, but because he could knock on doors and shake hands and be nice, sort of like what we were saying earlier, for a couple minutes at a time, he was the mayor and he has been for years. He's not equipped to do anything. He probably graduated college, but never had a job. What town is this? 
Downingtown, it's called. Downingtown. He's, he's a young guy. Forget his name. But he's met Biden before. Because he's a young guy, so they, they show him up for right, things. Right, right. Um, so, he, he, again, I'm sure he does a fine job. But he's a loser that's never done anything else in his life. And he's in way over his head when anything actually has to be decided on. So it's just funny so to see. I think they're all like that. So let's read. Uh, I want to read this quote. Here's the first one. Uh, this is from, let me tell everyone the article so you can go look it up. This is the hill.com policy uh, healthcare 57376 CDC director partially overrules panel signs off on B uh, on boosters. All right. So here was a quote from the article. Still, the number of people eligible for boosters is narrower than what the Biden administration initially wanted. And when I heard that, I was just like, what does that even mean? So the, even the Biden administration, they don't ask scientists and then go with their recommendation. So wait a minute. So does that to me means yeah. not enough people have gotten the first two shots so they can't get the booster? No, no. The reason, uh, no, it's it wouldn't help. No, they're not advising everyone to get the okay, boosters. Okay. I'm sorry. I think it was just uh, no. I didn't clarify that. I think it was that it was uh, people 65 and older. Okay. Uh, and so the Biden administration apparently wanted boosters for more people than that. But my point is, oh, I got how it does. How is it that the Biden administration initially wanted something before the recommendation of the FDA or the CDC? Isn't yep. the idea of listening to the scientists <laughs> that those organizations would make the recommendation to the president who would then do something based off the recommendation? Biden initially wanting something sounds like a non-science decision <laughs> is being made first and handed Just to guessing. these agencies. Just guessing. What's funny about the this seems like this booster shot. So if you're getting a booster every year, isn't it just a flu shot? So this is the second flu shot then? Yeah, but what's worse about it is that first Which is... people would buy into a little bit more, no, interestingly there's, enough. But here's the stupidity of the booster shot. First is, it's always reactive because it's going to be for the active exactly. thing. So you're going to, you're like on a treadmill yep. where you're always taking a booster for the thing that's no longer exactly. what's out there. Isn't that the thing and about the real the flu shot is they're guessing what next year's big flu is going to be? Yes, yes. Educated, but, yeah. Yeah, um, but then the other thing is... People get sick from the shots. Now, I get that it's not going to the hospital, but yep. you're sick for two days. Yep. So if you're like us, right, and most people that get COVID, I mean, I, I was pretty sick for 10 days. I know plenty of people that had barely any symptoms. Yep. I know people that showed up to week uh, for work for a week, got the entire team sick, even though they didn't have any taste, taste, and they took some tests, and they said, hey, I didn't have COVID, even though I was in New Hampshire in this test with all these other people that had COVID, <laughs> and just kept showing up to work, I'm and then jerk. made it seem like Rob was the guy who spread it around. <laughs> I know people like that as well. Um, Brutal. The, the point I'm being is that – point I'm being. The point I'm trying to make is that taking the shot twice a year – if you're a person who gets sick from taking the shots, now you're guaranteeing yourself four sick days sure. with maybe a shot that has zero utility. I want to read another quote from this lady because to me, this gets to the heart of the entire issue. Ready? This is from, I forget this lady's name, Dr. Rajowski or something. Um, at CDC, we're tasked with analyzing complex, often imperfect data to make concrete recommendations that optimize health. <laughs> Why are you making concrete recommendations off of imperfect data? I mean, just the way that's stated sounds ridiculous. Yeah, we're going to make concrete recommendations off of imperfect... No, if you don't have perfect data, you don't make mandates for the entire country. You at least let people make their own decisions, and then you end up with better data about what's better. Or they, like, the entire argument for centralized government is that one centralized person 
could, and it's not true. The point is the market and everyone thinking about things, the hive mind does a better job at this. But the argument is no, we're going to have the experts and they're going to make a recommendation. But if you're telling me you don't have an expertise here because you don't have the data, then don't make a recommendation. It's so, it's, uh, you see through all of it with when they do that kind of thing where they're like, well, we don't know the long-term effects. Oh, well, we do know the long-term effects. Well, you can't know the long-term effects because it's only been a thing for 18 months. So it's physically, it's impossible yeah, they don't know. to know long-term effects. And then I love this, and this is along the lines of that they wouldn't know. Um, so now they're saying that you need a booster in order to be safe. You're not safe without a booster. Sure. But then they're also I saying, right, that for Moderna, they don't have the research yet, so they're not advising, like, you get a booster. So let's just... two. Two important pieces of information. One, these vaccines aren't working well enough without a booster. For those that got Moderna, they can't take a booster yet. Now, no, wait, wait. That means a year ago, when you were telling people, according to your logic, when you were telling people, hey, go get Moderna, that was actually a bad recommendation because if at this point in time, the vaccines don't work and you don't want to mix them and you need a booster, then that means, let's assume everything that they've said about the vaccines is true and correct. I always do. Okay. So Safe a year ago, when you told me to take Moderna, you were actually wrong. I should have taken Pfizer because now I can't take Pfizer, and apparently I'm only protected if I get continuous boosters. Uh, that's my favorite thing about so, the— So, like, you're wrong about it's something. Great. It's everything. The Johnson & Johnson, too. When people are like, oh, you got the Johnson & Johnson? Okay, so now there's tiered shots? So I didn't get the good enough shot? That's right. hilarious. Okay. I had a tweet uh, that was censored. And I Did you? Yes, I'm going to read just this weekend. I'm going to read this tweet because if somebody knew nothing about any of the COVID misinformation mm -hmm. and they saw this tweet, I mean, I I, compa I I condensed a lot of information into one. Good. Tweet. All right, now let me say before you read this yes. tweet, I disagree with it, and I, <laughs> vaccines are safe and effective. Here we go. Pfizer submitted data to FDA indicating that their coronavirus vaccine was safe to administer to children's ages five to eleven. Now here, I'm going to call myself out for a little bit of bullshit here. I took this from the week daily briefing. I almost always link the articles in like to whatever mm -hmm. to whatever I'm quoting, mm -hmm. right? And on the same note, like I'm usually pretty good about if I retool words to try and indicate. Sure. I try as much as possible. This is this is my goal here. A lot of people will make very bold claims when they're not sure. I really try and indicate like things one from another this line pfizer submitted data to fda indicating that their coronavirus vaccine was safe to administer to ages 5 to 11 i mean it's true that the fda is now giving that i believe that's a direct quote from the article mm -hmm. i might have summarized but like i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that's direct sure and it's definitely if you asked anybody it would be like that i mean that's accurate that would check out no that's accurate now that the, the yes. pfizer is okay yep. here was my tweet you ready but does it have any utility is it worth the unknown health risks of potential long-term side effects? So all of their saying, right, their claim is just saying that it's safe. And so my question is, yeah, but does it do anything for them? And here's the key word. Is it worth the potential of unknown health risks? Because all they say is, well, uh, against the known risks. It's not about the known risks. It's about what could happen. So f that got censored? Um, Bro, we're living in it. It's bizarre. Wait, world. and then I had one more line. I also wrote, and this is a fair point, also indicating, like, it indicates how about proves. Sure. Like, if you're sure that this is good for kids, yep. it shouldn't be indicating. Indicating yeah. sounds like this is this suggests that it's a possibility. What, you want to talk about de demonic? Yeah. What demonic parents are signing their kids up for, for testing that? People, oh, so here, What a I'll, psycho I'll, move. I, I will tell you who. There are people that just... 
make the mistake of trusting the government. Yeah. And as a part of making a mistake of trusting the government, they've been living a reality over the past year, or I, I don't know where people are at because you and I, we hang out. But yeah, like, I know. We're in- <laughs> and at this point, even my family, who was like really serious about it, they're kind of living normal lives at this point. Yep. But people went through a long stretch where they were not living normal lives. I know people that didn't leave single bedroom apartments for long stretches of time in New York because they <laughs> we were both that one. Yeah, terrified about yeah. this. And by the way, a friend of mine also thought I was the problem by not getting vaccinated and that people like me were putting unhealthy people or people like, yeah, unhealthy and elderly sure. at risk. Like literally viewed yep. me, I'm a murderer because there's people who are at risk and I'm out there spreading the virus when I could just be getting this vaccine. And additionally, it was reckless when I was going out because I was putting other people at risk sure. and keeping the virus like um, active, active <laughs> yeah. and in the universe. Um, and so their perception of reality was that like, it was selfish of you to not be quarantining and staying in your apartment and that the only way that society gets to go back is if you get this vaccine. That's the perception of some, and by the way, that person's not a dumbass. And yeah. I like that yeah, person yeah. a lot. And we share a lot yeah, of opinions on a lot of stuff. That's the thing. You want to disqualify everything about them now and you, you can't. No, I can't. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm just saying like reasonable people, yeah. well, here's the difference. Unless you kind of, unless somebody wakes you up, you have no reason to distrust all this sure. information. And to be honest, when you're hanging out with me and you know me as a person and I'm the one person with this perspective, you're a little bit like, I'd be hearing this from somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, now, granted, the people listening to this show, I am the guy to them who is good at breaking down this information. You are you are great. You've been good, very good with the numbers, which <laughs> I have no clue on. I'm making gut feelings. No, but You yes. really dive in and get into but the numbers But what I'm saying is bit. if you're a person who's just hung out with me in life... And then I started telling you, sure. here are the numbers. You'd be like, <laughs> I'm not li- like, I what the you. fuck are you talking about? You yeah. know the numbers. Yeah. Like, you're the guy who. Yeah. You know the numbers, right? Yeah, like, sure. exactly. Like, and by the way, and I don't. Uh, if you're watching the news and CNN and Fauci are telling you one thing, and that idiot Rob, yeah, exactly. who did bad in school, <laughs> who you know is being a. Like, yep. yeah, I wouldn't listen to me either. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can't fault these well, individuals. That's why I specifically it, don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, no, it takes some. Um, it takes some waking up sure. before you can even acknowledge like, oh, this is all of that is lie. So anyways, yep. <laughs> the people who are willing to give it to their kids, it's because they've been living the reality of this is life ending and we can't live normal lives yeah. unless we follow the guidance. And this is now the guidance. And so there's no reason for them like they've been living Yeah, I guess it. there's no reason to worry about it if you've never been worried about it. No, there's no per, reason per not to go- listen yeah, exactly. to the government Correct. because you're completely invested yeah. in the fact that they're um, that they're right. Yeah. Okay, so some other uh, Corona news. Firstly, Rand Paul, I guess he's back on YouTube. He had an amazing moment, uh, which he was uh, basically questioning. I believe that there's uh, one lawyer who uh, um, I guess kind of gets to make these laws or at some point, like once they're making policy, I guess this stuff is going through this lawyer. So he asked the lawyer, hey, listen, You've got these new mandates going on. What about all the people who have gotten corona? And we now know that there are studies that he has four time, 14 times more immunity. Why are these people required to get vaccinated? And Mr. Tom, if you had to guess, this guy is, from what I understand, in charge of, or he is the lawyer that when the government goes, can we make this mandate? He's the guy who's signing off on okay. it. So he's asked the question, what about all these people with natural immunity? What do you think his response was? I, I swear I don't know this. I bet he said I don't know. 
Not only did he say, I don't know, <laughs> he said, I'm not familiar with that study. Like, what? Now, how? here's my question. It's the same as Biden. How can you be in this job making this decision and not be familiar with this study? And I saw Fauci on the news when they asked Fauci, and I said the same thing. How can you make a policy like this if it's the most obvious question? Of course he knows. He's lying. Yeah. This is all about compliance. Yeah. And this is all. You think this the, I bet the do. lawyer specifically yes. did, doesn't know, though. I bet he no. buried his head in the sand so that he doesn't There's know. So he's got no deniability. I, I, That's how lawyers work, where yeah. they only know the thing that matters for what they know. And this isn't, I don't know anything. But then but, that's still, the government's still at fault. Yeah, that totally. A person it's, it's who a can dirty make trick. a decision for every, so then you're saying the guy who's supposed to make the decision is purposely not getting the yes. relevant information yes. to make a good decision. I think that's what the situation so then, is. Then you should go to jail for that also. Wow. If you if you construct your job, right, where you're only going to have, you're not going to review all the information so you can purposely make what could be a bad or dangerous decision for people, then you're not, then you need to go to jail. Like that's not acceptable. Rob, we you probably, can't have it we probably shouldn't podcast too much more often because it'll be a lot of this. I, they should all there. It's, it's such dirty garbage that they're up to. And it's, you're right about being awake to it. If you're not awake to it, I guess you don't see it. But when you're awake to it, you can't not see it. It's right. so good. That's why that they live with uh, Roddy, Roddy Piper is so good when he puts on the glasses and you don't know this clip that I'm no. talking about. So in this movie from the 80s, it's a, it's a cult film. Rowdy Roddy Piper's the, the wrestler from the 80s. And uh, the deal is he puts on glasses. There's a special set of glasses that he puts on. And then he sees that there's monsters and they're advertising different things and yada, right. yada, yada. You'll drop a clip in here or something of They Live. And uh, once he knows, he can't not see it. Right. And everybody else doesn't see it, but then he's sort of battling against it. And that's sort of what we're doing. Uh, once you see that, that they're lying to us... You can't not see it at every turn. And it's it literally is everything. It's it's the police thing and all the way. The police thing drives I am assuming you're in the similar situation. My family is still all on board in the police and it's just impossible to convince them they are not on your side. They're just not. They will arrest you. Malice has the best thing. He says, um, uh, the levels to which they'll stoop indicates that they, they're not on your side. They'll arrest you for anything, no matter how trivial it is. And it's it's just a hundred percent right, and I I just can't get on board anymore, pretty much. Yeah, just let me drive, John. Can uh, I? Uh, <laughs> yeah, other than I'll that, I'll be okay with. All right, I. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Ted Cruz had a great moment. I normally I'm like I I I got mixed feelings on uh, Ted. I mean, not not I I don't even mean. Couldn't agree more. I don't even mean like liking him or liking his policies. But even in these congressional hearings, because that's I, it's just WWF to me. I just Definitely. like watching these people and who they grill. And yep. sometimes he has good moments and sometimes he doesn't. Um, it, there's an interesting thing going on with Facebook. So Wall Street Journal somehow got like a whistleblower. And they've been putting out some really, really damning stories on Facebook. This, this is on literally tonight. I, I paused this downstairs yeah. on 60 Minutes. There's a 60 Minutes bit. Not that 60 so Minutes is the... Here was the first bad story, which I think I've already talked about on the show. Their whole thing is, listen, we got a policy and we just implement our policy, except we discovered that over a million people are not subject to any of their restrictions because you don't want you don't want to censor The Rock or you don't want to censor Nancy Pelosi and then get the bad press from that. When it comes to Republicans, then you go, ah, they're just being crazy. It's our policy. It violated our policy. That's not having a policy. Sure. That's not, that's just censorship. That's just, you're subjugating some people to rules and other people not. It's a ridiculous, you know, and then and then your whole propaganda is, no, it's one flat rule. It's just the one flat rule. So they were bust on that. The other thing, which was their stupidity, 
is that they did an internal study and the internal study supposedly came back that Facebook um, was making teenage girls like more suicidal. Now, here's why this is ridiculous. I don't like Facebook. What's going on behind the scenes is that Facebook and the big tech companies are aligned with the deep state and the Democrats, and they are working against Republicans. Republicans are now trying to figure out, well, how do we beat these okay, guys up gotcha. so that they stop coming after us? Sure. Now, the first time that <laughs> I saw this- Disgustingly brilliant. No, the first time that I saw this was, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I, I think it was uh, when, when Boner was still there, John, Bo John Boner, sure. the Boner guy. When Facebook started getting pulled into hearings, I don't, th like a lot of these tech companies weren't giving any money uh, like to, to you, these tech guys want, they don't, they actually, I think some of them, like at first, especially like a door, like I actually think they got a good product, they're business people, sometimes even have a vision for like maybe some ideas for making the world better. And then all of a sudden they got investors, they got the this, they sure. got the that. And then you get pulled into Washington and you basically get this way. It's not said, but you basically get, listen, you're going to have to make a donation to one of these two parties yep. and they're going to protect you. But if you think you can just stay out of this and not buy exactly. yourself some protection, we're going to pull you in here every week, put you on television, ask you impossible and questions yep. and make you look bad. Yep. So in this case, Facebook, pick playing for the Democrats. They started censoring Republicans, right? They start all this misinformation, gobbly fucking retard shit, right? Sure. And so the Republicans are starting to hit back and they're trying to figure out, well, how do we make this company look super bad where they go, all right, Republicans, what do you need from us? That's what's really yep. going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and once again, conspiracy talk, same as everything I've said with, uh, you know, that uh, um, Bill Gates is personally coming to ruin my sandwiches. Sure. All right. So here's what's going on with this. Uh, so Wall Street Journal puts out the story. Okay. I feel like you could do a survey on any teenager that's a, uh, let's just say, might be in the category of suicidal or insecure and come up that, like, high school kids are insecure. Do you spend time on Facebook? Yeah. yeah. Well, are you I'm insecure? Saying, yes. Do you yeah, spend time on Facebook? The I'm two just things saying, aren't necessarily related. I'm just saying if Facebook didn't exist, right? Yeah. Are these same people... Like, exactly. If you're okay, we've hung out with anxious women. They're going to find things to be anxious about. Sure. That is a flaw in their personality. Now, I'm not saying that social media is not addictive. I'm not saying that it's good for you. I'm not like I. I'm not saying that maybe they even have marketing ploys to purposely make people miserable so that they're easier to uh, advertise sure. to. I'm yeah. not saying these things are good. I'm saying specifically that just from the little I've seen of this research study. It would seem to me that it would be very easy to come back with that result and that it's not actually what's going on on Instagram or Facebook that's ruining these kids' lives. Uh, you're uh, dead. Good. Okay. So to me, Facebook almost made the mistake of running a study that could come back sure. with a result like this. And then they have internal conversations where like, hey, we're running these market studies and I think we're going to have to make like do something because clearly this is not looking great for kids. Anyways, so with all of that being said of that, I actually don't agree that this is like rock solid damning evidence and you got to get rid of Facebook. Oh, my God. Did Ted Cruz rip this lady apart, <laughs> ripped her apart so good. And like you have to watch it because 
you can't not laugh because it's impossible questions because he's like he first he gets her off the bat he goes all right so the last person just said i don't know i don't know you're actually the head of uh safety at facebook so before i ask you anything like you actually know about this study and you'll be able to answer my questions right yes good like, start th- th- great start sure. right and then so his first setting question, up for disaster too his first question is like Okay, so was this actually the result of the study? Well, no. You got to understand the context. And then he gets, well, so are you going to release the whole study? Well, no, we can't do that. So it sounds to me like you've cherry-picked what you want to put out. You're telling me, oh, my God, it was was glorious. (laughs) It was so glorious. But she does a great job of just not answering him. Was was that in the same uh, hearing as the Finsta question? I'm sure you saw that one. Oh, I mean, that one just doesn't look good that they were trying to make an Instagram for kids. Well, yeah, exactly. uh, I, again, I don't like want to disagree with you. for pedophiles. It's not the this social <laughs> social. Yeah, didn't he? <laughs> That's great. Social media is not good for young people, and like you said, girls are more uh, subject to the manipulation. I I feel like um, just based on what they do. <laughs> I'm listening. Girls don't have no. I know. I'm laughing at myself for going back to sports. Girls don't have one thing that distracts them. Sports is the ultimate distraction for m- a lot of males. Okay. And chicks have none of that. So the distractions are stupid shit, which drives them more crazy. Which is reality TV, see Bravo, stupid Instagram, buying shit, makeup shit. It's all ridiculous. Girls are just ridiculous. This is <laughs> we've we've also floated close to the we hate girls, women hate her club, or what is it? The I hate I, girls, uh, women hate her club. You know, I haven't spent enough time around women, so what do I know? <laughs> okay. I've spent unfortunately too much. Two more pieces of information on COVID, and then I'm going to read an article, but I'm going to do it at the end of the episode because I think when I read stuff, it's the most boring part of the show. So we're going to do it at the end. Merck just put out a uh, new product. It is a pill, functionally, and I'm just going to say conspiracy talk here seems to, and this is a loose affiliation, the new Merck product, apparently if you got COVID, it kind of prevents it from spreading within you from the virus, which sounds very f- similar what? to what people were describing of ivermectin. Yeah, so it's a treatment. Y- yes, but it sounds <laughs> functionally to work, and, and what's interesting is they ran a study and they come back with study results. So I don't get why you can't. I'm not even saying ivermectin does work. I'm no, just of course saying, not. We would never say that. I'm just saying, why can't you run the study and come back with it? Now, here's the other thing. I have not looked into this. It could be that this product is terrible. But what was interesting to me was that they actually had clear and good data. Ah. The clear and good data was that they ran a test. Um, they were actually only recommending this for people within the sick category. So I think they only gave it to people that they actually thought uh, the virus could progress. Now, sure. off the bat, if I'm a drug company and I want to get really good numbers, I'm going to just basically give it to healthy individuals and go, oh, look how well this thing works. Yep. None of the healthy individuals got sick, sure. right? Which is the whole ARR versus RR that we've already kind of talked about. Yep. In this case, by the way, I've done minimal research. I will have better information for you next week. I just want to like, I like to be honest about where I'm sure. at with this stuff. Okay. But face value snapshot from what I saw, they're actually trying to run it on risky individuals, which makes it sound to me like, oh, we got a product here that we're confident in yep. and we're actually going to target it for the people that might need a product. Now, here's the next piece of information that's interesting. So they gave it to people that they thought could end up in the hospital from getting COVID, right? And what ends up happening was they went from 14% to 7%. So in the untreated category, 14% of those people ended up in the hospital versus 7% okay. of the treated. That is a 50% reduction. Sure. Now here's what's interesting to me. 
Those are very clear numbers. Seems that way. Go Now go look back at everything they've told us about the corona vaccines. If they have clear numbers, they'll tell you clear numbers. Yep. So in this case, they actually seem to have a good study <laughs> and clear numbers, so they can just give you a clear number. Hey, this is gonna if you get sick and you're in a risk category, this can reduce your risk of going to the hospital by 50%, mm-hmm. right? And then, oh, you want to know the trial data? Look, we did. It's two groups. It's 14 versus 7. Sure. And like, even I can follow that from barely reading the article, which, like I said, this might be a disaster product. I haven't done my homework yet. The fact that they were looking to test it on the risk category people makes me think like, hey, yeah, like it might work. A more. And then also the fact that the numbers are just seem very clear cut. Sure. Like points to me the bullshit of all the other stuff thus far that the numbers were never clear cut. Yeah. And then also that this one might actually be pretty good. Yeah, it definitely you're right about the test group. Now, uh, does Merck not have a full vaccine? They do not, right? No, but I think wasn't Merck the owners of um, I okay. I'm talking out of my I ass know, I here. I'm all confused too. One of the companies owned the ivermectin thing, but then the pattern right? was up, and then they said, "Oh, we have no research that suggests that it's good." It might be hmm. Merck. And by the way, like I know just from uh, I was talking about. Uh, um, Dexedrine at the at sure, the top sure. of this episode. Drug companies do this all the time, which is interesting. The patent will go up on something, and what they'll do is make the slightest altercation. Yep. So, for example, like I just know this because uh, when when I was prescribed um, at one point Adderall, mm-hmm. and I was trying to do research on like all the different amphetamine salts. Yep. So, um, they my doctor prescribed me Vyvanse. How'd you get that prescription? Um, we'll circle back to that after sure. the episode. Yes. Uh, I my doctor at the time prescribed me Vyvanse. Right. Yep. Now that that honestly, that's a dirty doctor. That guy's working with the pharmaceutical companies, and the, there's a reason why he's prescribing Vyvanse, and the reason why he's prescribing Vyvanse is because it's the most expensive medication. Interesting. Because that's the one that is the the newest medication. Now, yep. what is what like if you look behind it, what is Vyvanse? So Vyvanse is just a mixture of Adderall and Dexedrine, but in like the long release the long release formula. Awesome. Right. So they had the Adderall. They had like the Adderall slow release formula yep, yep. and then whatever happens like the pattern goes up so they go oh what do we can well we can just do three parts like it, sure it, sure uh, yeah we're gonna do three quarters adderall one quarters dexedrine mm. slow release now we've got an it's, it's both not, theirs already so it's they not just a new product yep. they've slightly changed hmm. what the earlier things were and made it slow release now they got a product with the pattern that they can sell for a shit ton of money like i said I don't know if Merck's the company with ivermectin, <laughs> but it's not the first time that a drug company has taken a product that's off patent, yep. make the slightest Twisted altercation whatsoever. Yep. Here, by the way, I'll just tell you another example of this. I remember when I was trying to combat my hair loss, and I saw I saw a doctor, mm-hmm. and he's like, um, "By the way, this is now just the way it's sold." But at the time, uh, what was the hair loss pill? There was one pill. Uh, Propecia. For it. Propecia. Propecia, very expensive. This is what a guy tells me. He goes, listen, the thing that they're prescribing is Propecia. Mm -hmm. He goes, the truth is it's finasteride. He goes, finasteride is the generic. Oh, I remember that one. And he goes, I'm going to prescribe you finasteride. You got to get a pill cutter. You cut up these into four. And it's exactly what Propecia is. But Propecia is going to cost you uh, 10 times what what this is going to cost because this is generic. Yep. So I'm just telling you, from my limited non-doctor experience... I know that pharmaceutical companies will play this game of making the slightest altercations so that, like, non-doctor, oh, packaging, and, you know, it's... Yeah. Uh, it's so funny how 
it's that's just part of the game is that they're just playing back and forth. And I mean that that by the way is the problem with the drug industry is that you're allow, you're able to do that. Nothing is ever cheap because they're just going to switch what it is based right. on whatever the pharmaceutical reps. That that was the greatest. I, I hate to take us off track again. Do you remember that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal and the hot chick where she's doing? He's a pharmaceutical rep, and you see her tits and Hathaway's tits. I call the movie. It's uh, love and other drugs. I don't think I saw that movie. And it's Jake Gyllenhaal's is a uh, pharmaceutical rep. Yeah, he's a he's very good at that sort of role. He's a pharmaceutical rep in like again the late nineties. By the way, that job is all about being a hot chick and just bringing doctors uh, lunch. That's all it is. You bring doctors lunch. They prescribe your medication instead of the other thing. Oh my god. Yeah, my uncle was a farm rep. There was just all kinds of crap. So much money. So much crap. Lots of money. Yep. Very good. All right, a couple other quick news stories I want to highlight. This one, I, I'm, dude, I gotta, I'm, I'm telling you. By the way, if I put out this episode and it's literally all things I covered last week, please just, <laughs> you know what, just don't tell me. Please just don't tell me. Nah, don't tell us about it. Um, or just send me an email, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. So there was this funny story, and actually one guy who worked on the uh, Fed, uh, f- like what, Fed governor, I think that's what they're called, stepped down. Uh, and so basically they got busted because they were invested in, uh, I believe, bond or real estate properties that were part of when they did their bailout last year. And they like they bailed out certain bonds. Sure. Turns out a bunch of these Fed people own those. Ah. Everyone goes nuts. Like, ah, it's a conflict of interest. We got to remove these people. Like, how, how, how is this possible that they're putting money into their own investments? And now what's funny about that is that the nature of the Fed is essentially bailing out the exactly. bit, like the entire thing's a conflict of interest. <laughs> totally. So it, it, it's like this funny thing where they harped on like this one, like yes, they shouldn't do that, but it is so minuscule compared to the actual existence of the Fed and the Fed's relationship with the banks. Like the entire relationship. With the, exactly. Yes. They're almost flying so close to the sun on purpose. They're seeing what they can do in your face that they can get away with. I, I'm just closer and closer. They know what they're doing is is. Uh, at the very least immoral and they're seeing what they can get away with they know the worst what's he's not going to go to prison maybe no, no, he'll no, do he some down. Maybe, no no he just stepped yeah, down exactly yeah it's I'm, not, I'm sure no, I'm he saying, won't get a board this is fucking potatoes compared to the like the, the, the exact conflict of interest that is the nature of the Fed <laughs> yeah, and the exactly. relationship with the banks it doesn't matter alright another couple quick stories so uh, I read this poll that like no one's following uh, this whole debt ceiling, whatever. And that's because everyone's checked out on it because we all understand that it's Looney Land. Like, we're talking 100%. about, what, like, we all understand, like, okay, this is just Looney Land. It doesn't work. Yep. Like, if you, so people are checked out. I just like that uh, uh, they're giving man, uh, Mansion shit because he said he wants to do $1.5 trillion. And oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like the idea that $1.5 trillion isn't enough trillion. It's like, <laughs> how it's like to him, he's like, that's just the right amount of trillions. Like, we've even forgot it's a fucking trillion. Nobody even talks about it. It happened like six days ago. I, I even remember, what, people I, barely talk about I, it. I remember when the debt was like $9 trillion, We're like, holy, what is it, like 20 now? I don't even know what it's, it's at, but it's. What's so funny is that, and I think you're right about every checking out, and I don't know what that means. It just means it's fake because. If it was such a big deal, which it seemingly obviously is, then we should be running around with our head like our heads are cut off. Instead, everybody just pretends it's not a real thing and you just keep going on. I've always my question is, why well, you just tell China to go fuck itself? We're not paying you anything. Yeah, that's, Sorry. That's probably what it's gonna come down yeah. to. Uh all right. Last story. No, two more stories I want to highlight. One is uh 
the Hunter Biden stuff has seemingly Hot. been validated. Uh, I'm not even looking at the story. Well, this gives me hope because everything, the truth always comes out. It's just a year later when no one cares. Sure. So I'm hoping the Almost same to the thing. day. I mean, it's almost, this right. might be the same week it came out. Well, someone, okay. And then I want to read uh, a little bit of this article put out by the FDA. I was doing some research for a joke. I came across this article and uh, we're going to get, we're, I'm going to do some uh, some propaganda teaching right here. Quickly, can I yes. circle back to Hunter Biden? Sure. Did you see the video? I did not. My man's got a nice piece. No, he's got a great <laughs> Unbelievable. He does a fun thing. I mean, he looks like he's having a fun being the president. You got to respect it. Totally. Uh, all right. So the article is why you should not use ivermectin to treat or prevent COVID-19. And then they got a hilarious picture of a uh, lady holding a horse next to a doctor looking at a guy. So right off the bat, they're <laughs> they're running with the with the horse. Thing. All right. I'm going to read this for you guys. COVID-19, we've been living it with for what seems like forever. Given the number of deaths that have occurred from the disease, it's perhaps not surprising that some consumers are turning to drugs not approved. Oh, speaking of drugs, I haven't prugged Yodelta and Yocratum, which are, I mean, I mean, I, I don't pick between Sheath and Yodelta Yocratum. I no. love all of these people. Of course. Uh, Kratom, I'm becoming a bigger fan. Uh, uh, I try and keep it to once a week, but you pop one of those in the afternoon, just fly through all the work that you don't want to do. Rob really has been. Face. This is no bullshit listener <laughs> at home. Rob really has been diving into Kratom a little <laughs> bit deeper these days. I like and a, I like a single. He pill. speaks nothing but positive. I like a single pill of the train wreck, and I'm uh, you know trying to keep it to once a week because yeah. I really do like it. When you have a favorite uh, mixture of yeah, kratom, then, then you're is in. you're in. Then you're in it, and then of course you know if you've been taking kratom all day and now you want to just chill and go even to bed, it out somehow you got to take some Yo Delta, <laughs> eat those gummies. This is for 21 only. Uh, if you're out there and uh, you you're, you you stock up on your marijuana. Support our sponsor. Go to YoDelta.com. Get yourself some gummies. Get yourself some vape pens. I hate to keep sidetracking. Yes. I can't tell you how much the kids love the YoDelta. The kids? I, I'm, kids? My younger over brothers 21. and their friends, all the, yes, over yeah, okay. 21, of course. My younger brothers and all of his friends, They're they just it. dive into it because it's, it is it's so easy. almost go to every class. bit as good as the weed, as the actual I mean better. THC. I think you meant better. I did mean better. <laughs> and it's, you can get it anywhere. No, obviously. And it's very listen. affordable. Obviously, if you like smoking joint, like if joints is your thing, sure, or like bongs are your thing, but if you want a vape pen, the pens you, are where it's at. That's class, what I'm saying, and it's a little bit better because it's not. Um, we've all been there where weed gets you paranoid. I do feel like the Delta is uh, a little bit more. It's not. It doesn't give you that edge where sometimes, sometimes. I, listen, I dabble every once in a while right. in a little bit of both. Right. Sometimes the THC just puts you over the edge where you're like, all right, I need a half hour where I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> That's not the situation. Delta, you, you're staying in it all day. And if you're into gummy, like they're just, I, I, I could not blind taste test the difference in a high between the gummies. Well, the gummies, the gummies are gummies problem. The gummies up. are problem because they taste as good as any and they, like, actual gummies you buy. And also, I'm such a lightweight. I like I, even if I eat like a sliver, oh, like yeah. I, I'll get fucked. If they're up. sitting around the house and I need a little sweets at eleven o'clock, oh, I go just yo, do it. Oh, you're crazy. All right, let me uh, let me continue reading this. It's perhaps not surprising that some consumers are turning to drugs not approved or authorized by the Food and Drug Administration. One of the FDA's job is to carefully evaluate the scientific data on a drug to be sure that it is both safe and effective for a particular use. In some instances, it can be highly dangerous to use a medicine for the prevention of treatment of COVID-19 that has not been approved by or has not received emergency youth authorization for the FDA. I want to reread that. In some instances, it can be highly dangerous. I agree with you. There are probably some cases 
where it can be highly dangerous to use a medicine for the prevention or treatment of COVID-19. That is a true statement. Rob, I would not take heroin to treat COVID-19. Yeah. In some instances, it can be highly dangerous to use things that have not been prescribed. <laughs> that doesn't mean that ivermectin is one of these things that would be dangerous. And they're not. Notice how they're not saying ivermectin can be highly dangerous. They're not saying that. Yeah, they're not they're saying, saying in, it. They're saying in some instances, it can be highly dangerous to take non-prescribed things. Of course. It's, we all it's agree. It's not a lie. You. This is Malice again. Circle talks about that. Well, they're not lying to you. Right. They're misrepresenting. No, but that's. That's the. That's what I want. That's what I'm trying to inform people it's about. It's the evil brilliance. Is that if you can read it, you're right. They're not lying. Um, but the fact that they won't outright say is proof of the fact that they don't have the evidence to say that it's not a good idea. Let me continue reading. We're jumping Excuse to conclusions. Me. Let's continue reading. It can be highly dangerous to use a medicine for the prevention or treatment of COVID-19 that has not been approved by or has not been or has not received using the uh, emergency youth authorization from the FDA. That was a good heroin joke. I appreciate that. Let's continue. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> There seems to be a growing interest in a drug called ivermectin for the prevention or treatment of COVID-19 in humans. Certain animal formulations of ivermectin, such as poron, injectable paste, and drench, are approved in the U.S. to treat or prevent parasites in animals. For humans, ivermectin tablets are approved at very specific doses to treat some parasitic worms, and there are topical on-the-skin formulations for head lice and skin conditions such as, I don't know how this word's pronounced, roacia or something, I don't know. However, the FDA has received multiple reports of patients who have required medical attention including hospitalization after self-medicating with ivermectin and tender for livestock let's pause here first is they say multiple reports so two two three exactly. four exactly. five that's the first thing that comes to your mind yeah multiple multiple reports okay and then um including hospitalization after self-medicating with ivermectin and tender for livestock now why take the li- if, if this was available you wouldn't have to self-medicate i actually heard from a from a doctor that he, he was uh he got in trouble for uh prescribing this uh so one if we lived in a country where things were free doctors who thought that this might be good for you based on your personal history sure. would be able to prescribe it and you wouldn't be taking the livestock version yep. okay let's continue here's what you need to know about ivermectin The FDA has not authorized or approved ivermectin for use in preventing or treating COVID-19 in humans or animals. Ivermectin is approved for human use to treat infections caused by some parasitic worms and head lice and skin conditions like uh, that skin thing I can't pronounce. Moving on. Currently available data does not show ivermectin is affected against COVID-19. Clinical trials asserting ivermectin tablets for the prevention of COVID-19 are ongoing. Okay, that's fine. Taking large doses of ivermectin is dangerous. Fine. If your healthcare provider writes you an ivermectin prescription, fill it through a legitimate source, take it as prescribed. <laughs> yeah, <thanks>. Fine. <laughs> Never use medication intended for animals on what people such as yourself. Fine. Okay, let's continue. Jumping ahead. Uh, what is ivermectin? And how is it used? Ivermectin tablets are approved by the FDA to treat people with intestinal something. Two conditions caused by parasitic worms. In addition, some topical forms of ivermectin are approved to treat external parasites. Now, I just want to point out, what was the mRNA vaccine used for before we used it for corona? Nothing. It didn't exist. Whatever this has been used for, like, they're trying to imply that it's only for this specific thing, so don't take it for something else. Like... Yeah, I, 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 piss normally goes into a toilet. If it cures something, <laughs> some people like to taste it. Oh, that's how we were going. My bad. No, if it cured something, I wouldn't write an article about how piss is supposed to be in a toilet. It'd be like, hey, usually this was used for that, but it turns out it'll actually cure this. You know, it actually does cure something, Rob. When you get stung by a jellyfish, you're supposed to pee on it. The urine or whatever. Okay, when can taking ivermectin be unsafe? The FEI has not authorized or approved ivermectin for treatment or prevention of COVID-19 in people or animals. Ivermectin has not been shown to be safe or effective for these indications. (laughs) Now, this is a great line. 
It's not been shown to be safe or effective for these indications. That does not mean that it's not safe to take. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's ineffective. That, that sentence is so fucking it's, joggled. I, I, again, yes. I, I don't want to sidetrack. It, the problem is safe and effective is such right speak. What's the line from 1984? You have to say the right thing. Safe and effective. You have to say safe and effective. What a right. bizarre world we live in where they have to use that exact phrasing. Otherwise, you know, okay. censored. There's a lot of misinformation around, and you may have heard that it's okay to take large dosage of ivermectin. It's not okay. <laughs> Even the levels of ivermectin for approved human uses can interact with other medications like bud thinners. No shit. You can also overdose on ivermectin, which can cause nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, hypertension, you can overdose reactions, on water. dizzing, seizures, coma, and even death. I bet you can probably overdose on mRNA you can vaccines. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if we wanted to write a you worst case scenario, you, know you can drink too much water where you overdose on water and it, you go. it drowns you. That could be the article: is uh, be careful in consuming water because people can overdose on water, That's, and then here's what would happen. Can't have it. Okay, let's continue. Ivermectin products for animals are different from ivermectin. I don't even need to read that paragraph. <laughs> yeah, no let's just go to the Thanks. ending here. Uh, options for preventing and treating Seinfeld. COVID-19. The most effective way to limit the spread of COVID-19, including getting a COVID-19 um, vaccine when it's available to you and following current CDC guidance. Talk to your healthcare provider about available COVID-19 vaccines and treatments. Your provider... Okay. The news sucks. No, this isn't the news. This is the FDA.gov website. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that look at look at the way that they're describing it, and it's clearly not an honest representation. Yeah. Like, that's all you need to know. Even if from you know, the FDA. Like, if you know how to read the information, it's like they're not actually saying it's it, – at no point in time do they go, this is dangerous to take for COVID. Yeah. Like, they don't say it, – it, right. It's so funny. How, you're you're dead on. It's They dance around it to try to tell you that that's because not the thing to do. I, I bet legally they're not allowed exactly. to, like, say things that are completely not true. It's, so they have an article here that – by the way, this isn't the news. This isn't CNN. This is the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Why you should not use ivermectin to treat or prevent COVID-19. Picture of a horse, what? right? And then here's here's what the honest answer would be. We don't currently have studies saying that it's safe or effective. Sure. We recommend that everyone get vaccinated sure. because we don't have evidence of the fact that sure. this is working yet. Yep. And then that could be the yeah. beginning and end. That I would believe. And yeah. you don't the, the problem is they so you you stop believing them when they're dirty like that. When you see through it is you can't get on board. All right, guys, that's our episode. Sorry I missed last week. I've been a little bit busy with my travels and writing my end-of-year thing. Uh, please come out for the live shows. I promise you, Albany is definitely going to be with the uh, Shedcast guys. Uh, I have not uh, booked out the other shows, um, but we're looking at New Hampshire is definitely myself. Uh, going to have some other comics on the roster uh, and last night, last year, it was it was really uh, a magical evening. So if you live in Boston or the New Hampshire area, please come out to the Shell. It's the uh, clubhouse for the Free State Project guys, and uh, they're always a good time. So hell yeah! If you're in the area, come out for that one. If you're in the Philly area, I'm going to be doing a show in Philly. If you are in Washington D.C., this is all new material uh, from when you guys have seen me, or at least it's uh, some of it's. This is mostly. It's always new material with Rob Bernstein. No, people. this is if you even just saw me in DC or you just saw me, if you just saw me last night in Virginia, some of the vaccine and Biden stuff will be included, but not the way you just saw it presented. So even if you see me recently, 
This end of year stuff is all new material. I've never played in Chicago looking for if someone's got an establishment for me. If not, I did reach out to a couple clubs in the area. Um, also, I got a gig in Texas next weekend with Kyle Ruff and um, Adam Nutter. Uh, and I'm trying to do San Diego. So listen, I'm going to have dates in the episode description because now I'm rambling. Hell yeah, and, Colorado uh, comedy, Kyle Ruff. Yes, something. Uh, yeah, no, I'm doing the show with uh, That's Kyle a great time. in Texas. And then if I put together the Denver gig, I'll for sure have him on that one. Uh, Tom, you got anything you want to plug? That's it, baby. I love it. Thanks for having me out tonight. All right, peace.